Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means taking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your own reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob here. Now, excuse me. Woohoo! Hi, it's Rob here. Whoa, frog in the throat. Hi, it's Rob here. A, a rant about critics, but I don't think this is going to be what you're expecting because I think there's so many people out there ranting about critics, like critics are wrong and critics are unfair and critics are haters and critics are trolls. And um, why do they do this to me? And who do they think they are? And they're, you know, irrelevant, evil human beings. In reality, critics have a purpose. And I think if you can understand and embrace their purpose, then I think it can really help your business and your growth. Now, I'm mentoring a good few people at the moment who are really moving up. Their business is becoming more successful. They're making more money and they're experiencing more criticism. They're getting more trolling. They're getting copied, ripped off. Uh, and they're finding it hard, of course, because we all do. It's not meant to be easy, um, but I'm really trying to help them see a different view and the purpose and the benefit and the upside of having critics, trolls, haters and wankers in your life and how you can own it like a boss. So I have got a good friend and someone I mentor who did a brilliant post on LinkedIn. It got half a million views and someone took it and criticized it uh, and used it as an anti-marketing post. Uh, and this really upset the original author of the post who felt it was bullying and trolling maybe. Uh, and, you know, obviously didn't like the guy for what he did. And what the guy did actually was inaccurate and probably unfair. And for me, I think the cheapest form of marketing, um, the, you know, the, the pond life of marketing is criticizing others to elevate yourself. And that's something that actually really does piss me off. But that's my own values and my own perception. And sometimes actually using other people to market yourself, actually, it's a very good marketing strategy. And I've bid on other people's names on Google AdWords in the past. So there's some paradoxical irony in my values, but there is in all of ours. And I think that's the first thing I want to sort of share with you. And that is that everything that you think is unfair, you've probably done to someone else. Everything that they do that you don't like is based on your own values, not theirs. Um, and, you know, when you, for example, uh, feel like you're being copied, well, you've copied someone. Um, when you feel like you're challenged, well, you've challenged someone. When you feel like something's happened to you that's unfair, you've done that to someone else. So the traits in others we don't like, we have in ourselves. And, and it's wise to remember that. Um, and if you look back in your life, you can find that. And it's easy to see in other people, but not yourselves. But really, what I want to talk about is the purpose, the benefit, the growth, um, or the gifts and the gratitude of having critics in your life. Um, and that's the surprising bit, because most people, when they talk about dealing with critics, it's block them, ban them, fuck the haters, they're all wrong, out them, fight them, whatever. But what a lot of people don't do is give them love. So I was interviewing Ben Askren, who um, holds the, the record for the, the quickest ever knockout in UFC, except he was knocked out. 
Um, and he says that um, a lot of the times the people who are critiquing or trolling him are just hurt themselves. Uh, and I, there's this brilliant saying that not enough people know about, which is hurt people, hurt people. So often your critics are actually just reaching out. They're struggling themselves and they don't know how to communicate because most of us, let's be honest, when we're triggered or lashing out emotionally, we don't know how to communicate. We don't know how to handle it. Um, and so therefore, what do we do? We lash out and we blame everyone else. And that's just us trying to deal with our own emotions. And we've done it and our children do it. And sometimes we still act like children because I know I can act like a child when my values are challenged or something I think is really unfair or wrong happens to me or about me. Um, but our critics could be going through that. So um, I think a wonderful thing to do is to try and be kind to unkind people. Um, uh, and when people are unkind, they're not unkind, they're being unkind. So a critic isn't always a critic, they're just being a critic. You've been a critic. The things that you don't like, you're a critic about. Um, I, I find it ironic that um, critics don't like being criticised. Um, Janine has asked, is this a McQueen purchase? Yes, it is. What do you think? Oh, I just so love McQueen. Uh, they definitely should sponsor me. <laughs> um, so... I think if you remember that your critics and haters and trolls are often going through stuff themselves, it can give you more sympathy and empathy to them, which means you can handle them better, which means you actually might be able to help them, lift them, support them and elevate them. Uh, and then if you do that, you turn them into your fans. And the only way to turn your critics and um, haters into fans is to actually care about them and understand them. And a friend of mine, Jay Alderton, who's massive in the fitness space, what he does if he gets criticised is he goes onto their profile, he tries to find some things that they're interested in or some things he respects about them. And then he comments on it and he says, hey, look, thanks for your comment. I went on your profile and I noticed you're really good at this or really good at that. It's great. So he's trying to kill them with kindness, if you like. And I think that that's a great play. Now, if you think about it, what you're really interested in managing when you get criticised is your own emotions. Because let's be honest, they don't care. Um, and, you know, they might be criticizing you, but, that, you know, you're the one that loses if it upsets you, if it angers you, if it um, makes you um, like stay inside yourself and have the dialogue all day when you're supposed to be with your kids or you're supposed to be socializing or relaxing or enjoying yourself. And all you can think about is all of this. So the greatest gift you can give to the critics is also the greatest gift to yourself, because if you let go of it yourself, then you have a better mind space. So you're the one that's suffering when you react to how they react to you. So, you know, they say often forgiveness is often not about the other person. It's about you so that you can let go of all the energy and the emotion and the anger. Now, the reality is, and I think about this a lot, uh, we all have a finite amount of time and, and time is an investment. Uh, and so where we put our time has a cost of where we don't put our time. So if we put a lot of our time and energy into critics, trolls, haters, haters, um, you know, um, things that we think are, un are unfair, things that other people are saying or doing that can that literally can be hours a day. So you lose because you just get your time consumed and you can't put that into your kids, your gym, your health and fitness, your well-being, your business, your finances, your reading, your listening to podcasts, your creation, your writing, etc. So being able to deal with it much better, more elegantly and with more wisdom also frees up a load of time. Now, there's a million people out there saying block them, fight with them, stand up to them. You know, they are wrong out them. So this is why I put in the title surprising uh, and, and, and I'll let them deal with that. Sometimes there is a time to block them. Sometimes there is a time to step back. Sometimes there is a time to push back. Sometimes there is a time to fight. Um, but that's after actually not as often as you think. Often it's walking away, letting go, being grateful, thanking them, maybe having some humour, etc. Um, so one of my, I wouldn't, he wouldn't call me a, him a critic of me. I would, but he wouldn't. You know, he just thinks he's doing his thing. 
Um, but he likes to have a few little debates with me on LinkedIn and he tags me in quite a lot and I don't always reply. And sometimes I feel like I should reply more. And he put on his LinkedIn that the word cock has been banned. Uh, what's next? And I said, well, what, how am I going to address you now if the word cock has been banned? Put a little smiley face and hopefully he'll see the funny side of that. Maybe he won't. But look, let's be honest. They're reaching out for attention and likes and followers and fans and people to agree with them and feel important. But so are you and so am I. So you and I are trying to get our reach, followers, importance, likes, respect, admiration, growth, business, brand. There they are too. They just have a different way of doing it. And because it's different, you think it's wrong. But no, it's just different. And by the way, plenty of this is also my own self-coaching because this is easy to say when you are not emotional. We can all be amazing coaches when you are not triggered. But when you are emotional, bah, that's the hard bit. Okay, so let me talk about a few more benefits of having critics, trolls, haters, etc. Uh, so one of them is they challenge you. Uh, and maximum growth, according to one of my mentors, Dr. John Demartini, is on the border between support and challenge. Too much support, you become juvenile, dependent. Too much challenge, you break. So maximum growth is on the border of support and challenge. Now, when you have a critic, that is challenge, but your fans will support you. So you get um, equal support and challenge. Now, when you just put a post out and everyone goes, yeah, love you, Rob. Yeah, love you, Rob. Love you, McQueen hoodie. Look at you instead of um, what one of my guys said. That, what did he say it was? He said it was a bit S&M. And he, anyway, a friend of mine basically criticized my um, new McQueen outfits. Um, but if you don't have equal support and challenge, you either get broken or you get complacent, cocky, arrogant. So if you think about creating amazing service, constant improvement, evolution, even revolution, um, that's great for your business and that's great for your personal development. But if you only get support, uh, you won't do that. You'll get complacent, cocky, arrogant, flippant. You won't focus on service. You'll focus on growth. You won't focus, focus on others. You'll focus on self, self. You won't focus on caring for your clients, looking after them, creating a great journey and experience. You'll just sell more and push more growth. You'll, you'll get, um, it'll become all about you and your reach and your following instead of about the quality of content that you put out there. Now, that's not to say that you're like that. I don't believe that you're like that. That's to say that's human nature if you have too much support. You know, people say, believe your own bullshit, get ahead of yourself. You naturally will do that. And I've seen that happen to myself and others a lot. So I see any challenge, I see any disruption, anything like crashing my Ferrari into News International and being all over the Sun newspaper and, and Daily Mail and other newspapers or things that I've said, which I felt were innocent, but actually got quite criticized. You know, when I interviewed Katie Hopkins and things like that. Uh, um, at first, I might feel emotional and triggered and things aren't fair. Like if you go on the Daily Mail website about my, me crashing my five-day-old Ferrari, there's hundreds of trolling and, critic, and critical reviews there. But one, they don't know me, and two, they're actually quite funny, a lot of them. And three, there's some good feedback in there. And if that, if that wasn't all there, I might crash my Lamborghini, I might crash other cars, I might crash into someone, I might kill someone, I might crash the car when the kids are in the car. So the, it serves to balance me. So your critics are your greatest um, helpers, supporters, even though you don't see it that way. You have a lot to be grateful for them for. Uh, the next thing is they get you to own parts of you that you've disowned or you're not in tune with. So if they some say something and it picks a scab on you, that scab is there based on your upbringing, your environment, probably your childhood. Uh, and so you're getting triggered, but it's not what they're saying. It's how you're reacting to them because they're a reminder of stuff that's happened to you in your life before. And so you're bringing past baggage into what they say and do. But if there is no scab, then there is nothing to be picked and you don't care. So the lesson that the critic constantly gives you. And by the way, when you get when you block a critic, you just manifest another one. When you, lose, you turn a critic into a fan, you just manifest another one. 
When you um, turn a critic into a fan, you just manifest a bigger one. And it's the constant, ever-increasing journey of you becoming stronger, more grounded, more um, able to take bigger challenge, which serves humanity. The bigger challenge that you can accept and own and grow beyond the bigger leader you become and the, um, the greater servant to humanity you have. Everyone keeps calling this a jacket. It's actually a hoodie. But yes, it's new. I'm sporting my new McQueen gear. <laughs> um, so your critics give you the best lessons, your critics help you grow and your critics get you to search inside when you're balanced and go, hmm, what about me don't I own? Where do I not love myself? Where have I not forgiven myself or others? What, what part of me are there issues with that if I solve those issues, my business and my brand and my, um, how I feel about myself would grow um, simultaneously, instantly? And your critics give you those best lessons. The next thing is they're brilliant for your algorithms. Like if you post and no one comments, that feels good. Well, it doesn't feel good, but it feels good that you've got no criticism. But a lot of people won't post because there's no criticism. So they get no comments. So then you post and it's bland and vanilla and not trying to upset anyone. So then you get no comments. Then you post something good and your fans go, whoa, yeah, nice. And they don't, that doesn't get that much energy and engagement. But when you post and a critic goes in and there's a massive debate and people kick off, then your post gets more and more reach. The algorithms love it. It gets shared. It goes viral. Your pages and platforms get a lot more views. You get trickle down subscribers. Yes, you collect more haters, but you can't collect one without the other. Um, and then you grow. So your critics help you the best to grow for the algorithms, for the marketing. Um, so back to the story of this chap who did a brilliant post uh, and someone else basically um, newsjacked it and then used it, that has got him a lot more reach. That is brilliant marketing. Now, he's not marketing in the style that you or I would want. It's not very elegant. It's pretty um, aggressive towards others. I call it anti-marketing. I don't particularly like it. But they are your marketers. And often your best marketers are your critics uh, and you know the, the, uh, the attacking that you get. That's actually made a lot of people. Now, here's the next thing. And that is um, people don't judge if you've never been criticized or if you're being criticized. Now, you think they do. You think, oh, they're judging me. They're going to think I'm not good at my business or my brand. They're going to question who I am. This feels uncomfortable. I don't like being judged. They're not going to like me. They're not going to respect me. It's going to cost my business money. And you're thinking all these things. In reality, people aren't judging the fact that you're being criticized. They're judging how do you handle it? Because this is the thing I'm always surprised with humanity that they mostly don't get. You know, when people complain, bitch, moan, etc., about other people, um, it, obviously, it can help with their marketing. It can be good for their catharsis. They're looking for support on, on social media. Ironically, when the critics do that, they hate it. But they're looking for support. Um, but what they don't get is when they bitch about other people, their potential clients, followers and fans are going to look at them and go, oh, they're bitching about them. So they'll bitch about me. So if I get close to them, they're going to bitch about me. And all right, they don't hate me yet, but they'll hate me soon. Um, I once had someone who I interviewed um, who was basically just... Um, bitching about her ex-employer, her boss, for the whole interview, like 45 minutes. And I just sat there thinking, yeah, I'd probably do that. Yeah, I'm probably like that. Okay, I'm not like that. But yeah, that could happen in your role here as well. And she just bitched about him for 45 minutes. And I thought, well, what are you going to do then when uh, a year down the line working for me? You're just going to be bitching about me and all those same things too. So when you react to critics, trolls and haters, it's a test. It's a challenge to help you grow. Uh, and when you react angrily, emotionally, people see that and they go, oh, okay, that's how they react. When you react with gratitude, with humor, um, you know, maybe with presence and poise, uh, and sometimes you have to defend yourself, by the way, and sometimes you have to push back and go, um, you're wrong, this is incorrect, this is what's correct, thank you for the attention, this is correct, these are the facts, 
Maybe check it next time, but thanks a lot for your concern. And, you, and, and if you need to push back, you push back in the right way, in an elegant way. Then everyone else looks at this person, you, and goes, they handle criticism like a boss. Therefore, I would trust them. I would invest in them and I would buy their products and services. I can hear my kids are starting to beat each other up and my wife's gone out for a run. So I better get on with it. But yes, just some alternative surprising thoughts, maybe about critics, trolls, haters and wankers. Some, uh, some more balanced, I think, uh, masterful, emotional ways to deal with them, to be grateful for them, to see the benefits, to know that there's a pur the purpose of it is to help you grow. And then when you get less of them, uh, you get more of them. Because yes, you win some over, but now that you can handle them better, the world recognizes that you can handle them there better. Therefore, they give you bigger ones and harsher ones because that's the cost of success. Imagine if you're a president or a prime minister or you're a massive celebrity, how many millions of haters and trolls and they get stalkers. You know, they get, they get it on a, a, a much bigger level. And I think that's a good place to finish is that when you feel really awful about one thing that someone has done to you online, which is really insignificant, what about the people who get, have stalkers? What about the people who have their children kidnapped? You know, what about the people who've got millions of people just really spreading vitriol and, you know, like pr probably... Um, just making their life really, really hard. People who get acid thrown over their face because of who they are. I think that's wise to remember. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, and remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. Uh, these episodes, these rants, they go on the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. So maybe just check into Stitcher iTunes, um, wherever you get your audios from. I think my podcast is on nearly every channel. I think you can even ask on Alexa and Siri, hey, um, play Disruptive Entrepreneur by Rob Moore. Um, uh, and thanks for being a follower, a listener, a fan, a critic, a troll, a hater, a wanker, a subscriber, uh, a buyer, a non-buyer, a voyeur, or whatever you are to me, because I'm grateful to you all, even when I act like a child. And remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything.